WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Well, you've done it. You've tuned WIA National News. Midway through the calendar year, yes, it's July 1. WIA National News, I'm Graham VK4BB. And repeating the facts, mobile telephone repeaters are illegal. Despite what you may hear, read or be told by someone who wants to sell you one, mobile telephone repeaters cannot be used in Australia unless you're the holder of an applicable Spectrum or Apparatus licence and in practice usually a mobile telecommunications carrier or the licensee has personally given you direct permission. And what is a mobile telephone repeater? Well, it's a fixed active device that may be used in mobile networks. It is designed to regenerate or replicate a mobile signal. Mobile carriers regularly use repeaters as part of their ordinary network management. However, when used without a carrier's permission, repeaters have the capacity to cause substantial interference to the cell network and may have an impact on mobile services, including access to emergency call services. Now, why are we telling you this? Well, the ACMA is aware that certain overseas-based internet traders, often appearing to be located in Australia, have been informing the Australian market that anyone in Australia can use repeaters legally. This is not correct. Simply put, the unlicensed operation of a repeater is illegal and subject to the offence provisions in sections 4647 of the Radio Communications Act 1992. Now, what are the penalties? Penalties for use of repeaters are significant, including up to 24 months imprisonment or fines totalling $165,000. Still with ACMA News on WIA News, television viewers in Melbourne, VK3, will be the last city dwellers to see analogue TV here in Australia. Communications Minister Stephen Conroy has announced the final timetable for the switchover from analogue to digital TV signals in the remaining cities and regions. Melbourne, along with remote and central Australia, will have its analogue signal switched off December 10, 2013. Other cities and areas from Adelaide, Tasmania, Perth, Brisbane, Darwin and Sydney will have their signals turned off progressively from April 2, 2013. The government has been progressively switching off the analogue television signal since 2010, with northern New South Wales the next area to become digital only. This for members of the SAR Club, November 27. Senator Conroy also has welcomed the passage of legislation to improve captioning on free-to-air and subscription television for deaf people. The changes would include measures to make the captions more readable and accurate, whilst ensuring better access to televised emergency warnings for the hearing impaired. More than 5 million Australians were expected to have hearing loss by 2020. Hams across Australia, VK4 and VK7. In VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM Weekend. The famous and popular Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club AGM Weekend at Camp Fairburn, south of Emerald, will be Friday 28th, to Sunday the 30th of September. Caravanners, please book into Lake Maraboon Holiday Village as soon as possible. Chark Secretary Gordon VK4KAL needs to know from you if you are attending, so he and Dot can plan catering for the acclaimed Saturday night gastronomic feed-up 
arranged the troops to get enough chairs and treasure together for the coveted AGM monster auction, divvy up the available beds in the dorm, and ensure there's enough grub for the Sunday recovery breakfast. Find out more by contacting Gordon at the email address on the text edition of this news, best read at, you've got it, wia.org.au. And in VK7, Reist Training, Education and Assessment. Reist's recent successful foundation licensees have received their call signs. So when you hear the following, give them a call and make them feel at home on the bands. Lee, VK7, FAAI. James, VK7, FAAL. Tony, VK7, Foxtrot, Tango, November Yankee. And Andrew, VK7, FAAJ. If you are interested in amateur radio training and assessments and live in the south of VK7, you can contact the learning organiser, Reg, Victor Kilo 7 Kilo Kilo. We'd love you to do it. We need more hams on the band. Now, Reg's telephone number, make a note of it, 0417-391-607 and join the F Troop. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK6, it can be heard on Rolly Stone Repeater 146-700 and also relayed on 80 metres on a 3 decimal 565 MHz Sunday evening at 7pm local time. I'm Steve, VK6 DXA. What use is an F-call? A recurring theme appears to be, what radio do I buy? I asked another ham and their breakdown went a little like this. Basically, it's like Macintosh versus Windows, or VI versus Emacs, or Holden versus Ford, or petrol versus diesel, or gin versus tonic. Every person you ask will give you a different response. Instead of asking, what radio do I buy? Ask yourself another question. What do I want to do with my radio? In answering that question, you'll come across some suitable candidates. With your shortlist in hand, do some research, ask other amateurs, and see what your supplier has access to. You'll get a much better outcome, and you'll end up with a radio you can use. So, what do I want to do with my radio? The obvious response is, everything. Well, yes, but if you have a foundation license, you cannot talk everywhere, you cannot use all modes, and you can only use 10 watts. You might live on a hill with nothing but farmland around, or you might live in an apartment with neighbours in all directions. You might have $100 to spend or 5000 You may want to do contests or have your radio as a safety device. It might want to live in your car, or you might need to take public transport. You might want to talk to a local repeater, or you may want to do DX on HF. Each of these different answers requires a different radio. The more you can articulate what you want to do, and talking to amateurs is an excellent way to find out what there is to do, will give you a completely different answer. I purchased my radio because I wanted it to be all band, small and portable. But that's not necessarily you. So think about what you want to do with your radio so you can decide what radio to get. As a final note, each use scenario might call for a different radio, so don't be surprised if you end up with more than one. I know I'm beginning to see a trend, hi hi. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, 
AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. New Zealand technology company Tate Electronics says more than 9,000 of its digital radios are being used by firefighters in Victoria. The contract is one of the largest of its kind for the company founded by Sir Angus Tate, who died aged 88 in 2007. CFA project director Doug Booth said the radios would also allow CFA to communicate with other state emergency response agencies as new digital networks become available, improving coordination of resources during large-scale incidents and disasters. Zimbabwe's first licensed commercial radio station has gone live ending a 32-year monopoly by the state-controlled broadcaster and meeting some demands to free up the nation's airwaves ahead of proposed elections. Star FM Radio claimed that it is the first independent broadcaster since President Robert Mugabe led the nation to independence in 1980. Japan is demonstrating a new cell phone that uses vibrations in its screen to transmit sound to the ear in place of the traditional receiver speaker. The phone went on sale Thursday in Japan. This is the world's first to use tissue conduction technology in this way. The vibrations produced by the phone are picked up by the ear physically, meaning there is less interference from background noise. The Emirates Amateur Radio Society has met with the United Arab Emirates Telecommunications Regulatory Authority, or TRA, this to discuss amateur radio issues. According to news reports, the meeting shed light on Emirates Amateur Radio Society perspectives related to regulations for radio communications amateurs issued by the TRA. This included amateur radio authorizations, frequencies used by UAE hams, the mechanism of authorizing visitors and residents to operate in that nation, and cooperation and coordination between the two groups during various activities. The two sides also discussed ways to utilize ham radio to support governmental entities while performing public service activities and at international competitions throughout the year. At the gathering, the TRA stated that the United Arab Emirates is a country concerned with providing various types of communications to users, including radio communications. It said that meeting with a specialized entity such as the Society is highly important in order to promote radio communications in the country. It added that this meet garners further significance, especially when it takes into consideration that the United Arab Emirates is a country that hosts numerous desert sports activities and competitions. This, it says, makes radio communications a key issue, particularly with regard to cases of accidents disasters, or being lost in the desert. The meeting took place at the TRA headquarters in Abu Dhabi and brought to light a number of issues related to radio communications. The full report of the meeting in English can be read at tinyurl.com slash uae-hams. Hams in Broadcasting is a new online VOIP group that connects those in the broadcasting industry with one another worldwide. The system interconnects IRLP Conference Bridge 9615, Equilink Conference 96150, and All-Star Node 27405 for 24-hour-a-day communication and chatting between hams who are in the broadcast field. For more information on the Hams in Broadcast Conference Bridge, take a look at tinyurl.com slash ar-conference-bridge. Amateur satellite AMSAT Oscar 7 was launched in November 1974. It worked for about eight years until its batteries short-circuited in mid-1981. Twenty years on, the batteries mysteriously went open-circuit and the satellite has come back to life, operating purely from its solar cells. On the 21st of June 2002, the satellite was heard again and last Thursday marked ten years of a07 operating in the second lease of life. 
These stories from the RSGB and from the Amateur Radio Newsline were on the web at www.arnewsline.org. And I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. You're tuned to VK1 WIA. Believe it or not, this story from our Weird and Wonderful file. Weird and Wonderful, 2012 Leap Second. The last minute of June 30th, 2012 UTC will be 61 seconds long. The extra second being a leap second. Leap seconds are introduced to maintain synchronisation between atomic clocks and the more traditional timescales such as Greenwich Mean Time. These leap seconds are introduced approximately every 18 months at the end of June or December, usually to give the Earth's rotation a chance to catch up on our clocks. In Eastern VK, the leap will take place close to 10am. This leap second represents a chance to record the leap second by DXing an international time signal, e.g. Moscow on 4.996 MHz. As the future of leap seconds is under discussion at the ITU, this could be the last chance to have a QSO with a leap second. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News. In Mildura, it can be heard on VK3RMA 146.800 every Sunday at 9.30am. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline 2012. ZL NZAAT Memorial Contest July 7 and 8, the first full weekend. VK ZL Trans Tasman Contest 80 plus 160 metres July 21. VK Remembrance Day Contest August 11 and 12. Worldwide International Lighthouse Lodgeup Weekend August 18 and 19. Worldwide Oceania Digs Contest SSB October 6. Worldwide Oceania Digs Contest CW. October 13. VK Spring VHF UHF Field A November 24 and 25. 2012 IARU HF World Championship. Second full weekend of July beginning at 1200 hours UTC on Saturday the 14th of July and ending at 1200 hours UTC on Sunday the 15th of July. The objective of this contest is to contact as many other amateurs, especially IARU Member Society HQ stations around the world as possible, using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands, using phone and or CW. All IARU Regional 1 Member Societies are invited to actively participate with their official stations and to encourage their members to also participate. The rules for the 2012 contest are available on http colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash 90rox1 WIA News has not been informed if a HQ station from this society is planned. Special Event Stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice CK6S Special Event Station for the 100th Anniversary of the Calgary Stampede July 5 to 15 a special QSL card will be available through the QSL Bureau or direct. Planned frequencies are in the general portion of the US phone bands around 3.825, 7.180, 14.250, and 28.475. The team who were so bad at Cape Lip Trap last August have decided to be bad again. BK3, BAD, that is. 
At the end of August, a 20-strong team will travel into the Otway Ranges. The station will operate on most HF frequencies 160 to 10 metres and on 6 and 2 metres and 70 centimetres with contact to the Melbourne area via the Geelong 2-metre repeater. So please listen out for VK3 BAD on the 31st of August through until September the 3rd. Further details on qrz.com under VK3BAD. 30 years have passed since 1A made its way onto the DXCC list. An activation by an international team looks to celebrate from the 1st to the 4th of July. As 1A0C from Santa Maria del Priorato, home of the Sovereign Military Order of Malta. GB0TLR, Railways on the Air. Southgate Amateur Radio Club will be operating a special event station for the Railways on the Air event on the 22nd and 23rd of September. This is being run in conjunction with the North London Model Engineering Society at the Titan Hangar Light Railway site near London Colney, Hertfordshire, using callsign GB0TLR. The same callsign as used last year and operating on 20, 40 and 90 metres. Members of the Jersey Contest Group will be active as GJ2A from the Isle of Jersey during the Radio Society of Great Britain's Islands on the Air Contest. This event taking place July 28 and 29. QSL direct to GJ3DVC. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. The WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia. This is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. On the WIA National News, time for Special Interest Group News and Rescue Radio. Sri Lanka's amateur radio operators have renewed their call to be included in communication work during national disasters after the Defence Authority's relaxed rules on clearing equipment. The report in Lanka Business says, and I quote, Popularly known as ham radio enthusiasts, amateur radio operators use a designated radio frequency spectrum to communicate non-commercial messages, private recreation, wireless experiments and emergency communication. We would like to join up with the National Disaster Management Centre in some small way to help them with emergency communication work, said Radio Society of Sri Lanka official, 4S7VK Victor. He said that during the public lecture on disaster risk reduction organised by LearnAsia, a regional ICT think tank. With some 200 members under its umbrella, the Radio Society of Sri Lanka is not new to disaster communications in the island. The society played a crucial role during the 2004 Asian tsunami that claimed over 30,000 lives when giant tidal waves struck the island's shores, displacing over one million people. Special interest groups, summits on the air. And SOTA activity in VK is drawing in even more activators and chasers. In just five short months, there have been 41 summits that have been seen, at least one SOTA activation, with some summits giving up to four activations. The Queen's birthday weekend shone out, giving VK SOTA activators and chasers a buzz with several stations activating and a good number of summit-to-summit QSOs. Prior to June, there had only been one VK 
S2S. Now, the first VK soda pile-ups are starting to form. The bonus season in VK3 has started and so far there have been two activations, at Mount Ritchie and Mount Donna Byung, both activated by Wayne, VK3 Wham!, the Donna Bang activation will go down in history with the first ever SOTA 2S2 VKDX contact with G0PEB slash P on G slash SE 008. And June also saw a second VK operator, VK3 operator Alan VK3 HRA, achieve a DX contact with NDOC. Ian VK5CZ made a trip to Melbourne to spend time looking at summits for future VK5 association activation. And so far, around 300 summits have been identified. They also welcome a new activator in SOTA, VK3 AFW and Chasers, VK3 AFW again, VK5 Paz, who worked T-E-O-Y-Y-Y in May, and Shining Tour G slash SP-004. Now, I think in future we, we won't even attempt to read out these uh, acronyms, these hieroglyphics, etc. Uh, we'll just direct you to, uh, to read all about it, read all about it on the WIA National News page. Where is that? Of course, it's wia.org.au. Continuing radio scouting in our special interest group news. And last weekend, an international team of scouts was present at Ham Radio in Germany. The team had members from Germany, Switzerland, Austria and the Netherlands. At the stand, more than 500 visitors were registered, from which many wanted more information and liked Jota Jody a lot. They participated in the Ham Rally for Youngsters with two typical scout communication games, and in this more than 60 children participated. The presence of Scouting, the biggest youth organisation at the German fair, was well recognised and welcomed. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV Wear. Yes, every pixel tells a story. The 2012 ATV CUSO Party. Peter VK3BFG, the custodian of the VK3 RTV digital ATV repeater, lets all know that he's planning the 2012 ATV CUSO Party. Now, he is planning it for the weekend of the 24th, 25th and the 26th of August. And at this stage, participants are from VK2, 3, 4, 5 and 7. It is hoped to link to the Gosford ATV repeater in VK2 and also have a QSO via link stations on various frequencies from VK5. Again, a link to the W6 ATN network in Southern California, thanks to Don, KE6BXT, who's agreed to be the US anchor. Peter is asking ATV stations and others who wish to participate to keep those dates in mind. The dates again, 24, 25, 26 of August. And at this stage, a VK hookup, probably Friday night, with a VK US hookup on the Saturday morning afternoon. And he's also trying to include stations from ZL and G. Now in special interest group news, as we wrap that segment up, it's to the West and here is VK6, Charlie Whiskey. Hello everyone. Yes, it's almost that time of the month again. This is Clive, VK6, Charlie Sierra Whiskey, with a reminder that tomorrow, Monday, July the 2nd, the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly news and information bulletin will be broadcast on a number of HF and VHF frequencies. The principal HF transmissions will be on 20 metres, 
on 14.150 MHz upper sideband at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the eastern states, and at 0200 UTC, beamed westward for Western Australia. During tomorrow, numerous local relays will also take place, both on VHF and on the lower HF frequencies. To find the times and frequencies for your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to listen to this interesting half-hour of old-timer news, information and anecdotes, and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the RAOTC monthly bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, July the 2nd, and we certainly look forward to hearing from you during the callbacks. 73s from Clive, VK6CSW. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In northwestern Tasmania, it can be heard on VK7RMD, the Mount Duncan repeater, on 146625 at 9am Sundays and 9pm Tuesdays. I'm Winston, VK7EM. As time goes by, VK4BB rewinds to Ham Radio's Halcyon Days. GB100 Mike Whiskey Tango from Sanford Mill Museum. In Rewind, we're rewinding 100 years and also just about seven days. Saturday, June 23, the Chelmsford Amateur Radio Society operated GB 100 Mike Whiskey Tango to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the opening of the world's first purpose-built radio factory. Work on the Marconi factory in New Street, Chelmsford, started in February 1912. And on June 22, a special train brought international radio-telegraphic conference delegates from London to Chelmsford for the official opening. To celebrate the 100th anniversary, members of the CARS operated from the Sanford Mill Museum in Chelmsford, where there is an extensive collection of radio equipment from 1912 to the present time. A Marconi T1154 transmitter, and R1155 receiver station was operated from Marconi Hut inside the museum, operating on 80 metres AM. Now, some 80,000 of these sets were produced during World War II, but very few are in operational use today. The equipment was restored by G3SUY and used an 80-metre doublet antenna. A separate station was operated on CW. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. On the social scene, 2012, July 7 to 8 in VK3, Gippstech 2012, Monash University, Gippsland Campus, Church Hill. July 14 in VK4, Wide Bay Hamfest, the West Meribah Scout Hall. July 21, VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at Cranbourne. WIA VK4 Club President's Lunch, the Harvey Bay Amateur Radio Club, July 21. July 29, VK23, Albury-Wodonga Amateur Radio Club Hamfest at Lavington Scout Hall. NCRG Hamfest, Cyril Jackson Rec Centre, Ashfield, 
August the 5th in VK6, Sarkfest at Summerland Amateur Radio Club Rooms in Lismore, August the 12th, September 28 to 30 in VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM at Camp Fairburn, Emerald, and November the 4th, VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society, Hamfest at Goodwood. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB, and don't forget, if you are a callback operator or if you are a retransmitter of the WIA News, you should be subscribed to the Yahoo group, which is WIA Broadcasters at yahoogroups.com. Now that Yahoo Groups gives you the details of the length of the news, it gives you the details of when the news is ready to be downloaded if you're not using the RSS and the iPod feed from wia.org.au. And it gives you all the information you need to be able to get the correct news editions up and running on your station with VK1 WIA National News. Any queries, email me. Nationalnews at wia.org.au. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.